moving on, another team that is, uh, you know, what a tangled web we weave when we flatter to deceive. The LA, not LA, the LV, the Las Vegas Raiders uh, are going up against the NO, the New Orleans Saints. Um, the Raiders column are two and four. Yeah, I'm still not quite sure how they're two and four. And again, don't have a better record than that, given some of the uh, throwaways they've done. We give out about the Ravens throwing away games. The Ra- Raiders definitely have as well. And the Saints obviously going through a bit of turmoil. Dennis Allen announcing uh, at the time today, at the time of recording, that uh, uh, Andy Dalton's going to be their starting quarterback with Jameis Winston benched, uh, not for health reasons, being very clear in relation to that. Um how do you break it down, and which one of these teams can then go on a run and potentially challenge in, uh, you know, as I said, an underperforming NFC this year? I, I I don't I don't think it will be the Saints with taking advantage of that uh, NFC. I I think th- this will be the Raiders, but it is a, a Raiders team who are leaning into Josh Jacobs uh, rather than um, the he, the pass catchers. I I spent the summer talking about Adams and Renfro and Waller and. Um, Waller apparently may play on on Sunday, but this is all about Josh Jacobs. So his last three three games, and most recently 143 yards, three touchdowns, average over seven yards a carry. Um, before that, 154 yards, one touchdown, again averaged over seven yards a carry. And the game prior to that, 144 yards, two touchdowns, and over five yards a carry. Um, I don't know if people saw the the clip of him um, telling the O-line that he's going to buy them dinner. Maybe Tom Brady should try that rather than screaming and roaring at them. Um, they tend to be big guys, um, you know, maybe motivate it, maybe motivate them rather than uh, scream and roar at them. But who knows? It seems to be working for Josh Jacobs. And for me, this is a Saints team who, even under um, Dennis Allen, have struggled a little bit against the, the run this this year. Um, and for that reason, um, I'm going to say that one, Derek Carr, had, there's only two teams that he hasn't, um, he's never lost to, and those are the Panthers and the Saints. I'm going to say that that continues thanks to uh, Josh Jacobs and the much maligned Raiders O-line. The Raiders offense has played very well of late, and people were kind of down on them with the Devontae Adams at the start of the season, the fact that he wasn't getting involved and teams were double-teaming them. And yeah, they've gone away from... You know, the Devontae Adams factor, and they've leaned on the run. Last week, they had three drives of 70-plus yards or more, which resulted in touchdowns. Against the Chiefs, they did two drives with 70-plus yards, resulted in touchdowns. So they're being very efficient on offense, complementing with Jacobs, and obviously then get, trying to get the receivers more involved. The Saints defense last week in Arizona struggled. The week before that against a really dynamic, fairness Bengals offense, which has rebounded very well with Chase and Burrow. You know, they struggled in that game. And the way the Raiders' offense played at the moment, I see them struggling again in this game. And while it's in the Dome, it's in New Orleans, right now I don't think the Saints are going the right direction. I think the Raiders, if anybody of the two and four teams that are there in a position can go on a run, put themselves back in the mix for a wild card at least, it's the Raiders for me. So I'm going to go with the Raiders to go to three and four this weekend. So I set it up column about the NFC, and obviously I agree. The Saints aren't going to make a run in the NFC, but the Raiders are going to make a run in the AFC. And I'm going to call it now. They're going to actually, they're going to get wild card. I'm going to go one step further. You look at the rest of their schedule ahead, and uh, some of the 
the challenges they've had earlier in the season won't be replicated. You say they're leaning into Josh Jacobs, but who else have they got? Um, Josh Jacobs has raced, run, raced, run for 633 yards this season so far. The next running back is Brandon Bolden on 29 yards. Like we talk about teams with a one-two punch, this team with a one punch at running back. And if he gets injured, all bets are off. They become completely one-dimensional, and we've seen what happens with Derek Carr in that in the past. The offensive line is incrementally getting better and maybe josh mcdaniels in his second go round in a head as a head coach has learned a little something this time around and he's actually making his team better as the season goes on instead of starting very hot and then collapsing in, in a pathetic forum as he did in his last head coach uh stint i actually think this raiders team is getting better week on week i think they should have more than enough to beat the new orleans saints this weekend however and this is where my caveat comes in. I am worried about them joining the Cowboys and the Vikings in the group of teams that you should never bet on to win or to lose because one way or the other, they will always let you down. I think they're turning a corner. I think they're going to go on a bit of a run. And I think they're going to move at least to three and four with beating the Northern Saints this weekend. Um, Andy Dalton is not the answer. Unless it's the most Irish-looking quarterback in the NFL, Andy Dalton is never the actual answer. Colin, uh, do we have a full house on this? We do not. Michael is going for the Saints. He thinks that uh, Dennis Allen and Andy Dalton and maybe um, the sprinkling of Taysom Hill that we mentioned will get the victory. Stranger things have happened, including only last weekend in the NFL. So who knows? Michael is the lone wolf on that one. Could be proved right. Um, we're going to wrap up this segment of the podcast with just a bit of a, a dash of AFC East. Um, the three and four New England Patriots, yeah, really smart, uh, are going up against the surprisingly superb and spectacular New York Jets, albeit with two absolutely key contributors now on IR in Brees Hall and Elijah Vera Tucker, their left guard. They have traded for James Robinson, but can Robinson help keep the 5-2 and two train and the playoff-bound New, New Jersey, New York Jets playoff train on track? Colm, what's your take on it? Ah, oh, this this game um, kind of so so many different ways to, to look at it. Look, we know now that Mac Jones will be the the starter. I am baffled, baffled by what went on the other night. I don't understand why you would pull him that quickly, um, and the way in which the fans reacted. Um, it it just means that it, it's a mess and. Mark, I know that you had opinions on um, what Bill Belichick was was doing, not naming um, an offensive coordinator. He didn't want to name a starter. I, I don't. I just don't know. I don't think that uncertainty helps anyone. Uh, the Patriots, and maybe he wants to move on from Brady and everything that was there. But the the you knew for for the best part of twenty years. You knew exactly what the Patriots were, and you knew how they were going to attack you, but you didn't know how to stop it. And that was that was the issue. But there's none of that now. All there is is complete uncertainty, complete chaos. And, and maybe this is Bill's way of trying to get away from what was there. 
So Mac is going to start, but if Mac doesn't, you know, play well through the first quarter, do they bring Zappi in again? Like, it, it, that's the uncertainty I just don't get. And that's what you used to almost have from the Jets. You had, you don't know what the, the Jets were. You don't, they, they seem to be the ones in chaos, whereas they've moved away from that. They've, they went against the Broncos last week despite losing their best player. Connor Rogers talked to us about that last night on the O-line. They're incredible young running back. Um, one of the best blocking wide receivers and a phenomenal talent, Corey Davis. They lost all of those and they still went out and beat the Broncos. Um, so to, to me, though, like where this comes down to is, can the Jets do it again with the pressure that um, Bill Belichick and the Patriots will inevitably bring on Zach Wilson. He is terrible. And Sam Monson had a, a couple of really good tweets about this, about the splits between when Zach Wilson isn't under pressure and when he is under pressure. And I don't, he said he doesn't know if there has been a quarterback where there is such a differential between the two. So what teams are going to do, pressure, pressure, pressure. And can the, the Jets find a way to, to deal with that? I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots found a way to, to win. We all know what Bill thinks of the the Jets, and he does enjoy a victory. But I am going to say that Robert Sala and his new running back in uh, Robinson um, find, find a way to, to win it. I don't expect it to, to be a, a classic. I think this will be a tight divisional matchup and the Jets to just edge it. The Patriots' defense has been, for me, has played a lot better than people would give it credit for. To say maybe Mark will have a different take on it, but the two games in which they struggled the most was when they played running type quarterbacks, and that was Lamar when they played at home and they gave up 37 points and then the 34 points last weekend to Justin Fields, who was used in a similar manner. When they go up against other quarterbacks, they can hold them in check. They certainly should be in a position to hold Zach Wilson in check. But I also think it's it's so difficult. This is to me is the most difficult game of the weekend to pick. Because it's very similar on the other side. Do I see Mac Jones being in a position to do a lot against this really strong front seven of the Jets and the way the Jets are playing in the secondary with Sauce Gardner? No, I think this is going to be a very low-scoring game. And I think genuinely it's a field goal type of game. And would it surprise, oh God, would it surprise me the Patriots win? No. Do I think James Robinson will have a much bigger role than people think? Bearing in mind he just got traded. Yeah, and I think I could see him hitting the ground running. I mean, we saw what he did in, in week three in... Um, in LA for for the for the uh, Jags before he was taken out of the equation, he had a huge run that night. He had he started off the season quite well. He's still a very efficient running back, so I think he can step in, not to the level of what Brees Hall was showing us, but certainly put themselves in a position where they're not having so much of a drop off. I'm gonna go with the Jets as well, and it's hard to pick against the Patriots because they've been so effective and so successful against the Jets over the years. But something is turning in this division, and we said in the off season that. We, you know, we spoke and we alluded to how well the Jets have been in the offseason, how well Joe Douglas has been in terms of stockpiling for drafts, and we felt they were going the right, in the right uh, direction. They're probably a little bit ahead of where we expect it to be, but right now it's where this season is. They win this game, they go to 6-2, and two, well in with a position in terms of being a playoff team. And, uh, yeah, it's, I'm, just, I'm finding it difficult, even, even though as I'm giving the pick, I'm still finding it difficult to give the pick. Jets to win a very close one. It, it feels like my pick on the Vikings, Brian. I see the strain you're going through in terms of trying to say the words, the Jets to win. Um, 
I wanted to say A2 Brute, actually, as well, when you were making your Jets pick, but I, I won't go there. Um, and it's funny. Wanna, sorry, one go more ahead. point. I just want to say it's not because it's a, I don't trust the Jets, and, you know, because we've been down this road before, and that's why I don't want to pick it. I just genuinely see a scenario where this could be if whoever gets the ball last type game and they go down and kick a field goal. That's okay. Okay. It could be. It could even be a three-nil game, given the uh, the potential for both defenses to shut out offenses. Um, it's it's funny. Uh, Belichick, in in some ways, explains the strange decision against the Bears. He did actually say in his press conference that it was always the plan that both quarterbacks would play some of the game. They knew that. That was part of the discussion with them beforehand. The reality is Belichick doesn't feel the need to explain every move he makes the media, but he did at least indicate that that was always part of it. And on a slippy field with a quarterback coming back from injury, you can justify potentially some of it. Um, However, he's made it clear that Mac Jones is starting this weekend. Um, Who knows the conversations that are going on behind the scenes as to whether or not that's got the full support. I do think after the amount he's coached in the league, he's been very clear with his team or with his quarterbacks where they stand one way or the other. But we will see, and we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. Um, This is a a horrible situation to be in. Dreams can go bad as well, guys. I mean, you know, there are nightmares. There's Nightmare in Elm Street, there's Poltergeist, and there's William Peter Blatty's The Exorcist. And in many respects, I feel like I should be exercised for this because I can't see that the Jets are going to lose this game. Uh, Their offensive line has been dominant. It kept Joe Flacco upright. It's making Zach Wilson look really good. They're busting holes in the run game. And one of the key weaknesses of the Patriots has been the run defense, Uh, not only against the Bears, as we acknowledged, but also against the Packers. And yes, they shut down the Lions. And yes, there is the potential that they can embarrass Zach Wilson like they did in his rookie season with four interceptions uh, in one of the games, for example. But um, that's how the Jets can exploit this. And I think they've ultimately got a stronger offensive line. They definitely have a stronger defensive line. And if they control the trenches, they can control this game. May the Lord have mercy on my soul. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned, but I am picking the Jets to win this game this weekend. Colm, that's three for the Jets. Michael, as we know, adores New England with all his heart. So are we looking at a full house? We are not looking at a full house. Michael believes that the Patriots, um, and I don't know if he knew who the starting QB was going to be, but Michael believes that Bill Belichick, uh, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, uh, and Matt Judon will get the victory. I think Michael has fallen into this world now where if I pick against the Patriots, they'll win. Or if I pick he's, 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 trying to, he's trying to reverse curse it, Brian. Oh, There's definitely a absolutely. reverse curse going on here. Okay, well, gents, that brings us to the end of this segment of the podcast. 